Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. I'm so glad to be coming to you today right here on WMAF. We're so glad for our listening audience today all over the United States, all over the world because of the World Wide Web. This uh, this uh, little station, you know, they used to call the Weather Channel, uh, the little the little channel. They had no idea that so many people would tune in to see the weather 24 hours a day, and yet that channel is a, a very famous and very forceful channel today, and and so many people tune in through cable to the and satellite to the Weather Channel 24/7 weather. They said no one will watch it. No no one will, it won't make it. But here it is today. They misunderstood the power of the internet and the power of the satellite system. Well, it's the same way with little stations, just like WMAF right there in Madison, North Florida, a small station with a, with a small outreach can, if it wasn't for the World Wide Web. But because of the World Wide Web, we have had people contact us because they were listening to our broadcast in Africa, <laughs> and they heard it uh, through WMAF, and so that shows the power of that station. You know, we used to, in elementary school, talk about the little engine that could, about a little engine, a little train engine trying to make it up a tall, tall mountainous hill, <laughs> and, and, and it was called the little engine that could, and it began with, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, until it topped the hill, and then it said, I knew I could, I knew I could, I knew I could. Well, listen, we can't do anything in and of ourselves of any spiritual consequence, but because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit and the great outreach of God in these last closing moments and days of time, we can reach the world for Jesus. Christ, and that's why I'm so glad to be part of the great company that is publishing the Word of God through the media, and we're glad to be part of those right there in Madison uh, that are on the air right here on WMAF proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. Local churches uh, with their services being brought to the World Wide Web through this radio station and sent wherever God wants to send it. You know, we claimed... When we went on the air, we claimed Psalm 107 and verse 20 years ago. And it said, He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. So we're believing that God is sending His word to you today wherever you are going to hear it for, the, for the, that express purpose. You know, if you're lost... He wants to save you today. He don't want you to be destroyed. He don't want the destroyer uh, to take your soul. He wants to save and secure your soul today. If you're bound today by habits that you can't break, that are threatening to destroy you, your marriage, everything good, wholesome, and, and fulfilling in your life, God wants to set you free today. He's sending His Word for that express purpose today. If you are in deep, deep depression and you feel there is no way out for you, God is sending His Word 
today to you. Praise God. And we're just part of that great company that is publishing God's Word today. So we just want anyone listening uh, that that uh, is about to turn the channel right now uh, because the music is over and here's this preacher on here. We want you to know that God has something to say to you right where you are in your circumstance today. So if you have your Bibles or if you will stay tuned, we're going to be reading from Revelation chapter 15, verse 2, 3, and 4, on the subject, the Song of Moses and the Song of the Lamb. Now you may say, Preacher, what does that have to do with me today? Something in the last book of the Bible, uh, in, 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 the, in the talking about things that I don't comprehend, I don't understand. Well, stay tuned. We want you to comprehend. We want you to understand. And more importantly, God wants you to see that no matter what your circumstance, if you will come to Him by faith, if you don't know Him, confess your sins and receive Christ as your Savior, then you can trust Him to take you through whatever you are facing. And really, this is about the God who can give victory to His children no matter what the circumstance they find themselves in. So whatever circumstance you're in, believe me, if God could give victory to these these tribulation saints that are in the had to come through that terrible time of of Jacob's trouble, the day of the Lord is upon them and, and all of the Antichrist and false prophets ire and angst is leveled against them. And yet they are singing songs of victory to the God who brought them through. Praise God. All right, let's, let's read it together today. Revelation 15, verse 2, 3, and 4. It says, And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire, and them that had gotten victory over the beast, and over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name stand on the sea of glass, having harps of God. And they sing the song of Moses and the servant of God and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy, for all nations shall come and worship before thee, for thy judgments are made manifest. Now I'm going to say something that I said last week as we look in to these two songs of victory <laughs> that, that, that they are singing, the song of Moses, the song of the Lamb. These Christians singing songs of victory here in Revelation 15 have overcome Satan at his very worst. He's come down to the earth. You know, that's the scripture said, Woe unto the inhabitants of the earth during the tribulation period, for Satan hath come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows he has but a short time. Believe me, the devil knows his doom. He knows he is destined to be cast into the lake of fire forever and ever. He knows that day is coming, and whatever he does against God's children, whatever he does 
to lash out against God himself by hurting the object of God's love. That's you and that's me, dear friend. He has to do it now. He has to do it quickly because his days are numbered and he knows it. Remember when Jesus came to the demoniac of the Gadarenes in the New Testament? A man so filled with demons that the chains couldn't hold him and he lived among the rocks and, and he was like a madman with supernatural power because he was demon-possessed. But when Jesus approached, immediately they recognized him. And they said, Why comest thou to persecute us before our time? You see, the devil knows his time is limited. And the time will come that he will be bound with chains, cast into the bottomless pit, led out to fulfill a purpose for just a short space of time, and then cast eternally into the lake of fire. He has come down to the earth during the tribulation, and he's manifesting through the beast and the Antichrist. He has established a world system that is totally under his influence and his control. He has established a zero-tolerance system to destroy all who oppose him, to destroy Christians in particular, and you refuse the mark during that day, you lose your head. Absolute zero tolerance. You can't buy, you can't sell, you can't function in that day without coming into that system and taking His mark. Now they sing because of the victory God granted them under those circumstances. See, that's the point of what we're ministering today and how it relates to you and I. You may be in a circumstance. I may find myself in a circumstance where I feel totally overwhelmed and I feel helpless and hopeless. But yet there is a promise of victory no matter what circumstance you're in. You see, if God can give these folks victory under their circumstances, I dare say that you're not under anything near that kind of situation. And God can and will give you victory today. He will bring you through the fire and the flood. Hallelujah. You know, in the old covenant, it says, when, not if, but when you walk through the fire, it will not be kindled upon you, for I am with you. And when you go through the floods, they shall not overflow thee, for I am with you. Let's look at these songs that they sing. The, both songs tell a story that reveal the source of all victory over all circumstances and in all circumstances. First is the song of Moses, deliverance from Egypt by God's power and love. The focus of the Old Testament saints, this song of Moses, is a song first recorded in biblical history 1,200 years before John's revelation. And it's a song of joy and victory that celebrates and proclaims that God is faithful to deliver His people no matter what the circumstances when they trust in Him. And we find that song and the words to the song and the circumstances of the song of Moses in Exodus 15, verse 1 through 5. Listen to it carefully. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord and spake, saying, 
I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and the rider he has thrown into the sea. Remember in the story and the true uh, account of what happened when he brought them out of Egypt, Pharaoh sent his army, the strongest standing army in the world at that time, after them in chariots and, and, and chasing them to destroy them. And God opened the Red Sea to deliver them. And when they had crossed over safely, Pharaoh and his chariots and his, his horsemen, they began to pursue him. But when they got in the midst of the sea, the waters that had opened to deliver God's people became waters that came crashing down to destroy that mighty army and all of the chariots and men of war. And that is when they began to sing, The Lord is my strength and the Lord is my song. And He has become, in verse 2, my salvation. He is my God. Why? Because the horse and the rider hath he thrown into the sea. I will prepare, it says in verse 2, for him a habitation, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war, the Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains are also drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them, and they sank into the bottom as a stone. Oh, friend of mine, God's deliverance, God's protection, God's promise to His people when it looks like there is no way out for them. They're back against the sea, facing an army set on their destruction, and yet God works a miracle of deliverance. Something I want you to notice here. Our victory rests solely on God who triumphs gloriously, hallelujah, who defends us and fights against our enemies. He is our Savior. He is our Deliverer. This is how I explain the shield of faith in the New Testament. It is God who protects us. Amen. That's why David said that the Lord God is a shield for me. He is my glory, and He is the lifter of my head. Friend of mine, faith in your faith can fail if your faith wavers, if your faith doesn't stand strong. But faith in God's faithfulness will not and cannot fail because God will not fail you. Praise the Lord. So I really tried my best to get it over to people that want to wield the shield of faith in battle, to not have faith in your faith, but faith in His faithfulness. For that is the true shield. And that's why they're singing this song of victory. And that's why they're saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for He hath triumphed gloriously. Hallelujah. He is my strength. He is my song. And He has become my salvation. And I will prepare Him an habitation. And my Father's God and I will exalt Him. Praise God. When we get the victory, He is exalted. For He is our victory. Hallelujah. Our victory rests solely on God who triumphs gloriously, who defends us 
and fights against our enemies. He is our Savior, and He is our Deliverer. God's people in Egypt couldn't deliver themselves, but God sent Moses as His personal representative. God gave them a plan that involved the death of a lamb and the applying of its blood on the doorpost. The Song of Moses is a type of the Song of the Lamb. For the Song of the Lamb is, is part of their victory song. First the Song of Moses and then the Song of the Lamb. Because really the Song of Moses is in type the Song of the Lamb. You see, friend, in the New Testament, the cross is the focal point of the New Testament saints. We were held in bondage to sin, and Satan had the upper hand. We cannot save or deliver ourselves, but God sends a Savior. His name shall be called Yeshua, Jesus, for He shall save His people from their sins. Not just a representative as in the Old Covenant. God comes down Himself. It's a personal deliverance. It is a powerful deliverance. Praise God. The Song of the Lamb is a song of redeeming love. A song of praise for the blessings of grace which come through Christ and deliverance by Him. We face great obstacles. We feel the pressure of living in these last days. We endure the pull of temptations and we endure the pressure of persecutions. And we sometimes feel absolutely overwhelmed. And when we do, it's time to sing. Hallelujah. Do the, the very thing that the enemy is counting that we will not do. You see, friend, if you're a Christian today... You are on the winning team. Victory is yours, and it is mine. So we come here week after week to celebrate victory in, in, in getting into God's Word and seeing what Christ has done for us through His cross and His resurrection. Not our victories that we're celebrating. We get the victory because of the victory that He has gotten in our behalf and granted unto us. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57 and 58, it says, Thanks be unto God, which gives us the victory through Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. You may feel weak and worthless. You may feel discouraged and confused. But I'm here to tell you this day, in light of this word, you are primarily, first and foremost, a victor because you are connected to Jesus Christ if you're a Christian. You are part of that victory that He has already won. Look at verse 2 of your text. Here the Apostle John says that this victory is a superlative victory. It's a triplicate victory. It's a victory, he says, over the beast, over the image of the beast, and over the number of his name, which is John's way of just getting to the point and getting it across to you and me that in Christ Jesus there is complete, utter, total victory. 
that nothing evil can ultimately triumph over you and me because of who God is and because of what He has done for us through the life and all-sufficient, perfect, sacrificial death of the Lamb, His Son, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. You may feel like a victim today, amen, of all of Satan's schemes and all of the circumstances of living in a faulty body in a fallen world. But if you're a Christian today, you are a victor. Hallelujah. Because of what Jesus has done for us at the cross. I want to read a scripture today out of, out of 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4 and 5. It says, For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world but he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Hallelujah. When you came to Christ, that was a great truth that you was revealed to you by the Holy Spirit Himself, that Jesus is the Son of the living God. And your trust in His, His work in your behalf and your repentance and turning from your sin and trusting Christ for His sacrificial love to save your soul and seal you for heaven. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is our faith. This is the centerpiece and core of our faith. And whether you are overcoming or not, you are an overcomer. And God wants you to understand that He loves you. He sent His Son for you. And here's the way the Apostle Paul put it. He put it in terms of an analogy. He said, If God loved us enough to give us His only begotten Son, how will He not also with Him freely give us all things? Hallelujah. If He loved us enough to give His Son, if Christ loved us enough to stay on the cross until He could cry, Tetelestai, it is finished, it's accomplished, it's paid in full, then how will He not also give us all things? Friend, today you can trust God to deliver you in the circumstance that you are in. Satan is counting on you not using your faith in His faithfulness. Don't look at the size of your faith. Look at the faithfulness and the size of your God today. Hallelujah. You may feel like your faith is so small that God will not hear you and God will not help you. But Jesus said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you see, it's the quality of your faith, not the quantity of your faith. When Jesus said, great is your faith to people, he wasn't talking about how big it was, but how focused it was upon him and his faithfulness. Glory to God. He said, if you had faith like that, and the mountain is in the way of God's will and purpose for your life, and you know God's will and purpose for your life, then you can say to that mountain, be thou removed and cast into the midst of the sea. Naturally, you've got to say it in the name of Jesus Christ, because it's not in your name, my name, my my 
organizational, denominational affiliation. It's the name of my God and my Savior. Hallelujah. And he said, if you doubt not in your heart that what you say shall come to pass, that mountain's going to have to move. Praise God. Friend of mine, you may be looking at a mountain and all you got's a teaspoon and don't even try. And, uh, and you feel, what's the point? Well, the point is you don't need a teaspoon and you don't need a bulldozer. You need faith in God and His promise to you. Praise God. God loves you today. I'm going to tell you something today. What you need to do right where you are, you need to sing. You need to sing the song of Moses. How God is a man of war. He's cast the horse and the rider into the sea. You need to sing the song of the Lamb. I bought a debt I couldn't pay. It was growing every day. Jesus paid it all for me. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Praise God. You need to sing a song of praise. A song, hallelujah, of celebration to celebrate the victory that is ours and that is yours in Jesus Christ today. We don't have to wait for heaven to start the celebration. It's time to sing, to worship with thanksgiving, to praise God for victory in Jesus. Friend, it's time. That we sing. You see, when true revival comes, we don't wait to see anything. We begin to look past every circumstance to the presence and power of God that is in our midst. And we begin to sing the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb. Songs of celebratory praise to the God who said, when you go through the fire, it won't kindle on you, because I'm with you. I'm with you. When you go through the floods, they will not overflow thee, for I am with thee. And friend of mine, today, in this very hour, when when the apostasy is here, and we're watching people turn back that we never dreamed would compromise and go back and, and make concessions to the world. When we are watching uh, the, the world in such chaos, when we're watching the church making concessions and compromises, uh, many parts of the church world that's selling out to the devil and to the world system and, and compromising the faith instead of contending for it that was once delivered to the saints. Friend of mine, God still has a people that haven't bowed their knees to Baal. Hallelujah. And that will not bow their knees because as they seek Him for victory, He's going to grant that victory because in fact, the victory for the New Testament Christian has already been won. Hallelujah. Today, you may see yourself and feel like a victim when in fact you are a victor. In fact, the Bible didn't say you were a conqueror through Jesus Christ, but because it's a God-given, God-granted victory, hallelujah, it says we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us. And I want to challenge you today to bless His name, to praise Him, to sing a song of celebration of His faithfulness right where you are. You see, praise 
my dear friend, is the language of faith. When faith begins to take hold of God's faithfulness, praise, not, not after the fact, but before the fact, praise begins to go forth unto God. Praise and thanksgiving and adoration and celebration. Praise the Lord. You say, Brother Venable, I don't have nothing to celebrate today. If you're a Christian, you have everything to celebrate today. Hallelujah. Because God is with you, dear friend. And God is for you today. And I just want to challenge you. As David of old said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And His praise shall be continually in my mouth. And there's something about singing when you feel like sighing. (laughs) And just at midnight, held over to be killed the next day in prison with no singing way out. Paul and Silas sang praises to God. While they prayed first and then sang praises, they sealed their prayer with praise and worship. And while they were praising God, God shook the prison house. The doors sprang open (laughs) of their own accord and they walked out. And every cell opened. And every prisoner, no one ran away. They knew God was doing something. And God set His people free and witnessed His faithfulness. Oh, friend, don't give up today. Don't give in today. Sing unto the Lord and praise His name. And He will set you free. Come back next week. Let's talk about Jesus.